A Dodge County Sheriff's Office license plate reader camera aided in Tuesday night's hit-and-run incident involving a stolen vehicle in Beaver Dam. It's part of the Flock Safety Camera System, which are solar-powered and run on their own cellular network. Dodge County Sheriff Dale Schmidt explains how it works. The car drives past the flock. The camera sees the license plate. It runs the license plate against our wanted vehicles. Once that hit comes back, it provides an alert to individuals that might be on the list of people to be alerted. It also provides those alerts to dispatch. Dispatch then provides that information out to the squads in the area and says, hey, we just got an alert of a stolen vehicle. This is the plate. This is the vehicle we're looking for. And then our squads can converge on that area, try and locate that vehicle and stop it and recover it. The incident started around 8 p.m. when officers were dispatched to reports of a stolen vehicle located on the north side of Beaver Dam. Officers attempted a traffic stop, but the vehicle continued on, sparking a brief pursuit. The suspect struck several vehicles and ultimately crashed into a ditch. As many as four suspects fled on foot. Personnel scoured the area with police dogs and thermal imaging tools. During yesterday's appearance on Community Comment, Sheriff Schmidt said one of his canine units was on the scene. My staff worked closely with Beaver Dam PD last night with our canine unit and uh, worked to get these people in custody. They, did a gr- they, they all did a great job. It was a great team effort. Two occupants were apprehended shortly after the incident, and a third suspect was confirmed to be in custody yesterday morning. An officer and two of the juvenile suspects sustained minor injuries from the crashes. All were treated and released from the hospital. The suspects are facing numerous charges. The last known whereabouts of the fourth juvenile suspect was in the area of North Spring Street and Woodland Drive. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Beaverdam Police Department. A Watertown man is accused of running from police. Kevin Haugen reports. Lonnie Ramsey is charged with a felony count of fleeing stemming from a December incident. According to the complaint, Ramsey had an active arrest warrant out of Jefferson County. Watertown police spotted his vehicle and it stopped without law enforcement needing to activate their emergency lights. As officers approached, the vehicle accelerated away. During the chase, authorities reported seeing the vehicle blow through several stop signs and travel 38 miles per hour in a 25 mile per hour zone. The suspect vehicle went off the road and disappeared into a residential yard and the pursuit. Authorities took Ramsey into custody at his place of employment the following day. When questioned, Ramsey allegedly admitted to being behind the wheel. He reportedly said he was intoxicated and did not want to get in more trouble, so he ran. If convicted, the 27-year-old faces three and a half years in prison and initial appearance is scheduled for April 10th. And I'm Kevin Haugen reporting for WBEV. The Wisconsin Department of Justice gets just over $4 million to address gun violence prevention. Ted Aylin has more. The grant from the U.S. Justice Department announced Tuesday aids in administering red flag laws and crisis intervention programs connected to gun legislation passed by Congress last summer. The intent of the laws is to temporarily remove guns from people with potentially violent behavior and keep them from harming themselves or others. Though Wisconsin does not have red flag laws, the money the state's Justice Department will get will fund research around gun violence in Wisconsin behavioral health measures, court-based programs, and trainings or outreach programs. Ted Allen, Wisconsin Radio Network. 
A mass shooting at Michigan State University hits close to home for another Big Ten school. UW-Madison Police Chief Kristen Roman says hearing of another shooting on a college campus is the reason her department continues to train both internally and with other departments. Roman tells WKOW in Madison being able to communicate with the community if there is an emergency is also extremely important. Uh, We are able to send out uh, broad notifications to and alerts, uh, emergency alerts, that an active threat is occurring on our campus or that one is headed toward campus. Roman adds the entire UW-Madison campus community will automatically receive those alerts. Governor Tony Evers made a case for finding common ground as he delivered his budget address last night at the Capitol. Let's dispose of the notion that priorities in this budget are somehow extreme or far-fetched. The governor proposes targeted tax relief and a historic $2.6 billion funding increase to K-12 schools. Speaker Robin Voss. It was a budget that is absolutely devoid of reality. Evers' budget plan now goes to the legislature's Joint Finance Committee. Committee's co-chair Senator Howard Markline and Representative Mark Bourne of Beaver Dam have indicated that most of Evers' proposals would be rewritten. A few cities in the area have invested in technology to live stream their government meetings, including Mayville and Horicon. Mayville Mayor John Gwynn says the city has invested in something called OWL. We actually have these two pods. They're kind of shaped like the body of an owl. And uh, they work in concert with one another. They have microphones that are integrated within, within you know, at a 360-degree uh, uh, level and, and also cameras that operate at a 360-degree level. Gwynn says the OWL is also reactive to responses and movement to people in any given setting. Similar efforts to broadcast city meetings are going on in the city of Horicon. Mayor Josh Moss. We do have a YouTube page for our council meetings. I I have already posted small videos like after our budget meeting. You know, I went through... You know, you know what our mill rate is, what they should be expecting on their bill. I, I, I think I am. I'm, I know I'm probably the first Horicon, you know, public official who set up their own web page. The Dodge County Board also live streamed their monthly meeting. The next will occur this coming Monday, February twentieth. Customers ordering out from Domino's in Horicon will now get their pizza delivered in an electric vehicle. The company has announced that the business, located at 622 Washington Street, features delivery via four custom-branded Chevy electric vehicles. According to Domino's website, it is the only store in the state to have EVs on the road now. Company officials say EVs provide several advantages for their stores, including ample battery life, zero tailpipe emissions, advanced safety features, and lower average maintenance costs. All without the financial impact of high gas prices. The Fond du Lac County Board last night approved spending more of the American Rescue Plan Act funds allocated to the county. About $20 million in ARPA funding was originally issued. One of the things the board approved was a resolution to spend up to $50,000 to pay an accounting firm to keep the county in compliance with federal ARPA spending guidelines. The board also approved spending over $1.5 million in ARPA funds to begin converting the Sheriff's Department's radio 
radio system over to a dual-band digital system, which has more frequencies available to it. And finally, DNR officials say only 11 fish were harvested Wednesday on Lake Winnebago and the Upriver Lakes. They say it's the slowest harvest they've seen since 2019, when there were a few days with only 10 fish harvested. Eight of the fish were taken on Lake Winnebago yesterday. There are still two adult females left under the 90% trigger is activated, or 10 more adult females until the 100% cap is reached on the Upriver Lakes. No sturgeon over 100 pounds were harvested during the fifth day of the season. The biggest fish was just over 75 pounds and measured 67.1 inches in length. It was taken by Anthony Wolfel. DNR officials are hoping colder weather over the next few days will help ice conditions and bring out more spearers. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Submit your news tips at dailydodge.com.